at Active Life, we believe that the ALP is what a healthcare provider is supposed to be. What's up, Active Lifers? Welcome back to the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pastuch. I'm your host. I'm joined in studio today by Larry Geyer. Hello. And what we are going to do is talk through what it is that an ALP does through the lens of who Larry would allow to buy it. Because Larry is consistently talking to people who are interested in enrolling with us in our ALP mentorship. And I want you to hear from him the reasons why he would allow somebody to buy it and why he would not allow somebody to buy it. Because I believe that that will help you understand exactly what it is, for whom it's a good fit, for whom it's not a good fit, so that you can understand why we say the ALP is so different. And so that you can understand if maybe the ALP is good for you. I told someone not to today, so we got some good, good food. For well, now uh, obviously you're sparking my, I wonder why. Mm. But before we get to that, uh, please, if you find this podcast valuable, head to wherever you're listening, leave us that five star rating, write us that review, share this with a friend. That's how podcasts get into the world. You guys are the best. Thanks. Why'd you tell this person no today? We are running right now a thirty day free mini mentorship for someone who has decided I know what ALP is I want to do it I just need the money to start it mm -hmm. truth be told I would say roughly half the participants have the money to start it and they do it because they want free mentorship to kick the tires on the thing a little bit and make sure that's something that Which they understand fine. and want 100% fine today I was asking one of the people that is going through this hey uh what do you understand about it? I just want to make sure I'm crystal clear. Why do you want to do this? Like what's on the other side of this for you? And what it came down to across 10 minutes was, I know what this is. You guys have helped me. I've had an ALP in my gym. He left my gym. I've been since trying to fill in the void by the market he created. Um, and I'm pretty darn good. I've been solving all the problems so far. Um, there's just some stuff I don't know. And, you know, the, I am interested in having all the knowledge to be able to X, Y, and Z. Sounds like it's a gym owner. No, it's a, it's a coach. Okay. Okay. Um, what she revealed to me was that the two to five hours a week that it will take her to go through AOP, and we could talk about that more in detail, the two to five hours a week it is going to require from her is more than she wants to commit to. So I asked very, very plainly, I want to make sure I'm clear. What you're saying is you can see yourself loving and enjoying all of the knowledge and the confidence that you would get from this. And it's not worth the time and the energy for you to get all of that right now. Is that correct? Yes. I want to make sure I'm more clear. What you're saying is the people that you're most interested in helping with right now are CrossFit athletes that are 99% of the time healthy. If something crops up that's small, you can help them with it. You don't see it as your sweet spot or a priority interest for you to be able to get the rest of the competence and confidence necessary to help people with the rest of the things. That's correct. I think that you should drop out of the 30-day mentorship. It would be a total waste of your time to continue. I'm surprised you had, I think, in there. I, I don't know that I did. Okay. I appreciate you calling that out. And who do you know that would like to spend their time doing all of those mm -hmm. things? Um, that's the reason that I told her she shouldn't buy it. I don't want to spend the time helping someone that just told me that's not what I'm interested in. Well, what's interesting is I go back and forth on how to describe how long per week it takes. Because you talked about two to five hours a week. Mm -hmm. And I tell people it's three to five hours of... She already has 16 clients. I, I get Her it. implementation is going to happen with the people she already has. I get it. 
I just want people who are mm. listening to this to understand what the mm. difference is. Three to five hours of intentional learning, mm. which means you're taking in content, you're watching videos, you're meeting with a mentor. And engaging with your colleagues and, and showing up for labs and support calls. Right. So the, But the total time when you actually go into, now I want you to apply this one skill to every single session you work yes. this week is more like 20 to 25 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Okay. So who is the person... What do you want to hear somebody say? The, per the person who is like, you're like, okay, what are the gaps for you to be able to enroll? Because I want to jump out of my chair and tell you, do this, do this right now. Yeah, pull you into it. What does somebody need to say for you to feel like that? It, it, it'll sound like a million different things, but I'll give, I'll give the gist. We described the difference between what active life does, what an active life professional does, and what a coach does, what a physical therapist does, what a doctor does. The difference between healthcare, the difference between fitness, and the difference between what active life is. Where do we describe that? In a previous podcast, where we talked okay. about where active life was born. Okay. The person who is absolutely the person that we want to see doing this, that we want to mobilize all of the company's resources to help, is the person who is dissatisfied with what all of the different flavors of the fitness industry have to offer the people that are being egregiously underserved and underattended to by all of the boot camps, all of the commercial gyms, all of the, the high-intensity interval studios, the, the Pelotons, the Orange Theories, those are great for the people that are going there and crushing it. Mm -hmm. The person who should do ALP is the person who wants to not only be able to help those people completely from a technical perspective, the person who wants to be able to say, no, 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 I don't want to give great modifications. I want to give someone the kind of back that's not going to hurt going forward. That's going to feel good going forward. I want to, I thank you for that. I want to give someone the kind of knee that allows them to confidently go hiking with their kids and beat them to the top of the mountain every time, at least until they're 15. Mm -hmm. And I want to know how I could confidently and competently represent myself to a doctor to a physical therapist, to a chiropractor, to a massage therapist, and to other coaches in such a way that all of them decide, this person has to help me with my patient. Mm -hmm. This person is the person that I have to send this patient to afterwards because I've never heard anyone else talk about helping a person in this way after my work is done the way this person is talking about it right now. Now, you worked as a very successful, in terms of volume business, personal trainer, in a commercial gym. Mm -hmm. Then you worked as a very successful personal trainer in terms of a financial business in your own practice. Mm -hmm. How is what it is that an ALP does different than that, different than a good personal trainer? I was a good personal trainer when I was helping people lose 10 pounds and telling them that, hey, you can still enjoy coming to the gym. Your shoulder doesn't have to hurt. It just means do these exercises this way instead of this way. Mm -hmm. I was a good personal trainer when I was helping people understand the value of starting to take more walks and spend less time on the couch. Mm -hmm. I was a good personal trainer when I was helping people understand why they should eat fewer slices of pizza each week. I was a good personal trainer when I was giving people a well-rounded program that was dialed in for the weight sets and reps to progress their strength in those exercises that I read on T Nation. And I decided these look like cool exercises. They target these muscles, great. That's what this person's after. Mm -hmm. I was a good personal trainer then. I started to shift away from becoming a good personal trainer and towards what I am today when I started to understand that I now understand the reason 
this person has been dealing with these problems in the first place. I'm able to conduct the kind of conversations that lead people to understand what's most important for them and their relationships and the life that they want to live in a way that I previously wasn't able to. Mm -hmm. I understand the kind of conversation that needs to be had to help someone decide for themselves the things that they previously have not been able to decide because they either didn't consider it or they hadn't been led down a conversation that allowed them to realize how important it actually was to create the kind of changes that we're talking about. And that's before we talk about any of the programming to help someone's body from a physical perspective. Mm -hmm. How is what you just described about yourself akin to what is somebody's going to learn in ALP? There are four pillars of the education. Four. The first is assessing and programming. Everything that we would teach in ALP how to sell. And by the way, it's not just coaches that are becoming ALPs. It's doctors of physical therapy. Mm-hmm. It's nurses and nurse practitioners. It's chiropractors. It's, it's personal trainers and coaches of all kinds. It's people who genuinely see that the primary care provider to the individual is one spending the most time with them, giving them the most education. The doctor can't be that person. The nurse can't be that person. The physical therapist can't be that person. The coach could be that person, but needs a very specific amount of education and empathy to be able to be that person in a meaningful way. And to earn the respect that everyone else around them knows that they are that kind of yes, person. To, to become the point person of the group. Yes, exactly. In addition, these people are, are people who have decided, I don't, I don't want a hobby and a passion that I like, but that I can't sleep well at night thinking about. I want to build a career that I can not only be proud of, but that will pay me in such a way that I can plan for families, houses, and vacations. Mm-hmm. So there are four pillars of education. And everything that we teach you how to do to, to build that career and earn that income is predicated on you being able to deliver something that's exceptional, mm-hmm. that most people around you are incapable or uninterested in being able to deliver. Mm-hmm. The pillar of education that is described by assessment and programming is the pillar that allows you to do that from a technical perspective. The second pillar of education is coaching excellence. This covers a few things. One, how do I present as the kind of professional that would earn the trust of all of the people around them by the way that I talk, stand, dress, communicate, avoid communicating, and in addition to that, help people move through their experience in such a way that they become more and more and more eager for the process that I am leading them through because of the trust that I'm able to garner from them. The third pillar of education is business and financial literacy. Let's face it, most personal trainer textbooks don't teach you the ins and outs of how to build a legitimate profitable business that allows you to do the kind of work you want with the people you want, earn the money you want in hours that avoid burnout. Yeah, the ones I have seen are thinking way too conservatively about what it's worth for you to do this. Can you unpack that? Because I agree with you. I want to make sure everyone knows what you mean. People, other people, other companies, entities who are teaching about charging for personal training Mm. are thinking about... Uh, services that are a time-based. So what does a 30 minute session cost? What does an hour long session cost? Uh, Which is bullshit because if I can get out of low back pain in 30 minutes or 60 minutes, I'm choosing the first one. And and I would, and I would pay, pay you more. twice as much yes. if you can get me out of low back pain in 30 minutes than the guy who can get me out of low back pain. In save me, ha- save me twice the time. I will pay you twice. Correct. The time. So that's one. And two, it's those, those companies and those textbooks are not dealing with the caliber of person, the caliber of 
professional than ALP is. And so the price points that they are setting for the expectation of that person to be able to be paid are oftentimes half to a third of what we would recommend an ALP in the exact same market charge. Mm -hmm. So it's all coming from a very different place of what that service is worth than, than what we're teaching ALPs. I also think it, it comes from a place of playing it safe instead of deciding what you want and need to make to live the life that you're deciding you want. Yeah, in other hours. words, what is, what is a safe price that you can charge so that most people you suggest buy do it without too much hesitation? Well, and part of the reason for that, to give them some credit, is your, your job in a sales conversation doesn't start until somebody's told you no. Mm -hmm. You have to be ready to hear no. Mm -hmm. That's coaching after that. So I don't want to go too down the rabbit hole. I, I don't either. I don't either. But what I'm getting at is whenever I explain this to people like Gabrielle Line, Don Saladino, uh, Mark Bell, you name them, Kelly Starrett, Jason Kalipa, people are like, you give them all that? Mm -hmm. That's a lot of support. Yep. I'm like, yeah, we're not a company that is built for massive scale right now because we're still delivering at such a high touch level for every single person we work with. And we're also not interested on being a company that's known for someone not doing a stellar job. No, we, we, will, we will always be a human company. There will not be a human replaced by an AI algorithm that I can imagine in our near future. Mm -hmm. Go on. So, so business and financial literacy. You need to know what your products and services are, why those are your products and services based on who you are and what you want to be, who you want to help and how, how much time those should take, where those should fit across the week, what those things must cost based on what you want to earn being very intentional. Yes, if you were listening to this and you're not sure that you're allowed to decide what you want to earn and should expect to, you fucking should. Sorry, you must. You can, you must. You ought to have what you want to earn. If you're a decent person, a halfway decent person, you deserve to have the money that you want and the people around you that care about you and that you care about deserve for you to have the money that you want. Mm -hmm. You should know what you want to charge and why and then know how to create that money. The fourth pillar of your education is ethical sales and marketing. It's redundant for us to say ethical sales at Active Life because when people start with us, they understand there's only one kind of sales that we ever teach you, and it is ethical sales. Mm -hmm. In a nutshell. But we did trademark it. We need to or we did? We did. Atta boy. Uh, in, a, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, there's a quick difference that you guys need to know about an ethical sale and an unethical sale. An unethical sale is what do I need to do or say to get this person to buy irrespective of how much I believe it's actually going to benefit them? That's a sale we do not teach you how to make. That's the opposite of what we teach you. We actually teach you how to find out whether or not you're doing that or anyone else is doing it and to sprint in the opposite direction. An ethical sale is how completely and empathetically can I listen to and understand this person so I can make an informed decision about where this person should buy, whether it is from me or any of the other businesses that I know so that I can make sure this person gets the outcome that they want and need, not make sure that I or anyone else gets the money for it. Mm -hmm. Ethical sales is about making sure you understand why people make buying decisions and essentially it's a personal development skill so that you can walk people through why they're making their decisions, create the kind of honest clarity for both of you around what they want and why, likely in a way that they've never considered before, 
and effectively communicate to them what you see, hear, and understand about them so that they can see that reflected and then make a confident decision in whatever direction is appropriate for them. Yes. Uh, to put a really simple understanding on an ethical sale versus an unethical sale, selling ice to an Eskimo is an unethical, unethical sale. sale. You may be able to do it once, but the next time that you approach the village, they're going to beat the crap out of you. They're going to spear you with their seal spears. Yes. The ethical sale is to bring ice to the Eskimo and have them obviate that they don't need ice and then not sell it to them. In, in uh, I think in the book, As a Man Thinketh, he describes that you should always be giving someone more in use value than you command in a dollar value. And that's up to them to make. So, mm -hmm. And he talks about the Eskimo. He's like, if I, if, I, if I sell, if I try to sell furs to an Eskimo, they can be like, I don't need. I get these all day long to sell, so that we could have light, right? I don't mm -hmm. need this. If I sell an Eskimo a rifle, however, that's a lot of use value for an Eskimo who's struggling to get the furs to to sell to to feed their families. So, what you guys have to bear in mind is your only job is to decide how much money you want to make and what you want to do so well that for the person that wants and needs that, they get to decide if what you are going to do for them is worth more than the money you're going to ask for. And every time that lines up, you're going to have a fantastic business relationship. And we help you do that. It's our job to walk you through every single step of all of the things we just described in yes. excruciating detail. The last thing I will say about ALP, and then we got to wrap it up, is one of the things that I, I second guess on a regular basis, whether it's a mistake that we're making or not, um, but I believe it's to your benefit, is that we teach the skills to be the person who can deliver these kinds of results and simultaneously, we teach the skills to monetize those results. Mm -hmm. A lot of companies would sell you the skills to deliver the results first and then sell you again the skills to monetize those results. Mm -hmm. The reason I say it might be a mistake is because people are often focused on the money before they focus on being able to deliver the result or faster than we'd like them to. I'll tell you why it's not a mistake. Because okay. we do a good enough job of smelling that shit out. I'm talking about for our clients. where where, But I, I do see people running into conflict where they're like, I thought I'd be making this much money by now. Mm -hmm. And this is the long game. The reason this doesn't happen in a weekend is because we know in 13 months sticking through this with us, you will be a fundamentally different person. Mm -hmm. who demands, As graduates describe. Yes. Coming, by the way. And you, you will command a fundamentally different price point. Yeah. Six figures is the start. It shouldn't be the end, yep. uh, but it does not happen in the first three months. Mm -hmm. So we will teach you how to earn an income right away. And we will ask you to temper your expectations for how fast that income grows and how sustainable it is based on the results you're getting, the referrals you're garnering and the reputation that you build for yourself. And how long-term the vision can be bigger and beautiful than you can imagine right now. Yeah. If you do that. So, if you if you're a professional of any category, if you're in healthcare, if you're in fitness, if you're if you're somewhere in between and aren't sure who you are and what you do, but you know that you want to be able to help clients more completely, you want to be able to create more predictable, reliable income in hours that avoid burnout, reach out to us. Talk to us. You could reach out to me personally. I will answer every single DM and I will take all the time necessary to help you identify who you are and what you want to do so that you can determine whether or not it's with us or if it's with someone else. And if it is with someone else and I happen to know that person or company, I'll go out of my way to connect you personally. If I don't know who it is, I might even do some research with you to figure it out. I'll put Larry's uh, Instagram handle in the show notes so you can just copy, paste, and DM him. Mm -hmm. Turn See? pro, guys. See you out there. Turn pro.